Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, hot staff, and welcome back to the Manifest Headed Podcast. How are you this fine day? And by the way, if you're looking outside and you're looking at the weather right now and you're like, this is not a fine day, especially going out to my babes in the UK where it's about one degree right now, you are the one that makes it fine. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast before, but I have this sticky note on my bathroom mirror and it says, thank you for this perfect day. Now, is it always a perfect day every single time I'm reading it? Is the weather sometimes shit? Do I sometimes feel like shit? Absolutely. But I read that sticky note and it reminds me that I am the one who is responsible for how I choose to for my day to go, not the outside world. So there's some, you know, that could be the episode in itself. Just <laughs> dropping the gems at the beginning of the episode. Today, let's talk about how to stay focused this year um, so that you can successfully manifest your goals. I am someone who really struggled actually last year with focus and I think a big part of that was due to the uncertainty of last year, spending a lot of time at home and just generally having a kind of short attention span. I've mentioned before on the podcast that I suspect that I may have ADHD but I've never been formally diagnosed and while I know I have a short attention span, the other day I was at my friend's house (laughs) and we were sitting working together and then like every 10 minutes she would be up doing something or like walking around and doing all these things and I'm like oh my goodness is this is this what I'm like when I'm not being when I'm not being observed by people because if so this is this is out of control however that being said I do feel like I although I am somewhat somewhat scattered I have this kind of way of working that works for me I get everything done that I need to get done and I still manage to do so many things despite the fact that often my focus is divided So that's partly one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode today. Another one of those reasons is that heading into the beginning of the year, sometimes it can feel like there are these extra pressures on you to make the year better than it was before or to compare to other people, whether that's in your industry or in your personal life. And I wanted to kind of just relieve some of that tension and peel back the layers to what's really important. And of course, that's your own success and fulfillment throughout the next year. So I have come up with five key things that I believe will not only help you stay focused, but will also help you successfully manifest your goals this year. So if that sounds like something that you would love to do, love to have, then this is the episode for you. So the first way to improve your focus for this year is to identify your distractions more than just saying like, oh, I get so distracted. Okay, what is actually distracting you? So for me, one of those key things was obviously social media. A lot of my business is based on social media, whether that's showing up and talking on my stories or, wait, what other social medias do I have? Oh yeah, going on Facebook and checking like what my clients have said, if like anyone needs anything from me or, yeah, it was, it was very easy for me to get sucked into social media and just be super distracted, especially waking up and then going straight into social media and getting sucked into that or feeling like, oh, I've just woken up and I need to get my Instagram post out while it's still like the right time for my US audience or optimizing for the audience yeah social media was my number one distraction 
And something that I began to do, especially towards the end of the year, that really helped me release a lot of that was not waiting for the optimal time to do my Instagram post. And it's still like a little bit targeted. I'll still do it like between 10 and 11. But previously, my best time, well, Instagram says this, Instagram says my best time to post is like between six and seven in the morning. So what would happen was I would find myself waking up and it's like 7.30 or something. And rather than going into my meditation, I'm like, oh no, I'm past my optimal time. And then I'm jumping straight onto Instagram. Often because I didn't even have a caption written in advance. It's like 7.30 in the morning. I'm trying to think of something that I want to say, something I want to share with you, something that's going to motivate you. Um, and, and it's already really spiking my cortisol for the morning before the day has even begun. So identifying that that was a distractor for me allowed me to say, well, you know what? I'm not going to focus so heavily on posting it in the optimal time. Yeah, this may mean less people see this content, but it's worth it to protect my peace. So identify what your distractions are. Is it social media? Is it other people? Is it comparison? Is it, I don't know, like feeling like you need to buy snacks whatever it is identify those distractions and then work out how you can have a healthier relationship with those distractions so like I mentioned for myself with social media obviously I still use social media as a huge part of my business but I'm a lot more intentional about the way I use it I'm a lot more intentional about the amount of time I spend on it I'm also a lot more intentional about the time I spend speaking to people on social media I mentioned this last year but one of the things that I've done is um is when I'm speaking to my friends, I encourage my friends, like even if they start a conversation with me on Instagram, I'll tell them just to text me or to call me because I would rather not have conversations with my friends on Instagram because it's it's encouraging me to like check into the app and to be opening the app back up to wait on the response. Whereas if it's text, there's no there's no things that are gonna suck me into the text world, right? So that's a hot take for you as well. Secondly, which is kind of related to this, is to curate your morning routine. If you are waking up and you're going on social media first thing, or you're waking up and you're thinking, ah, another shitty day, going to my shitty job, going to my shitty office around shitty people, it's not really going to put you in a good mood for the rest of the day. And whether you are someone who is like gung-ho on a morning routine, you have like five practices that you want to do in the morning, or you're like, "Mm, no, morning routine isn't something for me. I believe we all have a morning routine, right? Whether your routine is getting up and making a cup of tea, or your routine is something more spiritual, like my own morning routine, it's still a routine. It's still something that you are consistently doing. The difference is how you're naming it and what your relationship to it is. So either way, it doesn't matter what school of people you're in, whether you have a morning routine and believe in the importance of morning routines or whether you are anti-morning routine and just want to get up and do whatever you want, you can still curate your morning. You can still make sure that you are feeding, and by feeding, I mean mentally, emotionally, spiritually, feeding yourself first, obviously breakfast foods, optional, but make sure that you are feeding yourself first before you're giving in to other people. And I know if you have a family or if you have kids to look after, there are other people to consider. But even still, just giving like even five minutes in the morning to yourself, thinking about what you want to get done that day or the things that you want to do or setting your vibe, how you want to feel, it makes so much difference. I feel so different when I'm setting myself up for the morning, when I do my meditation in the morning, when I do my journaling in the morning too, when I'm jumping out of bed and feeling like I'm running late and I'm rushing through the day. I know it makes a massive impact for my clients as well is doing those practices 
that really help to change the way that you feel. In the mastermind, one of the key things that we talked about is setting up routines and rituals that support the way that you live, the way that you work best and the way that you manifest. So I encourage you to think about what those routines and rituals are for you, how long you want to spend or how long you can um, comfortably give up in your morning to, or I rather than give up, what I mean is dedicate, how much time you can comfortably give in the morning to curating your morning routine or curating your morning whatever that looks like for you and knowing that that is something that you are going to commit to doing every single day and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do the same thing every single day so for me my morning routine it evolves over the course of the year sometimes I will be doing massage sometimes I'll be doing journaling but always the one thing that is constant is that I'm going to be meditating every single day because meditation is just the gift that keeps on giving it is so like world changing for me that it truly is it's world changing for me I know not all people have that relationship with meditation but even just taking a few mindful moments to breathe to check in with your breath to oxygenate before jumping into the day that still makes a difference and I was on a podcast interview once and she once said even a breath is a meditation and I thought that was really really beautiful so number three um if you are really struggling with your focus it may be more than just you can't focus there may be supplements you can take or practices that you can do for example one of my friends she really struggles with her focus and she takes a lion's mane which is a special type of mushroom which really helps her to focus in fact this is the same friend that was walking around her house super distracted when i was over there working and she was like yeah i thought because you know, something that what happens is like when you're taking vitamins or when you're taking certain medic- medication it gets to a point where you're like feeling better and you forget that is the medication or the thing that has made you feel better so you feel like you can stop taking it and that is what had happened with her is that she'd got to a place where she was like focusing so much and she felt so on top of things that she's like oh I can stop taking this now and obviously <laughs> it led to her becoming pretty erratic again so whether you are looking into supplements that are going to support your brain function, whether that's making sure you're getting enough sunshine in a day. For me, I do take a number of um, vitamins every single day. I also take ashwagandha, which helps me to um, be more calm, helps me with my anxiety. I also have um, fistics, which I take, which help me with my energy levels. I, I do also, as a side effect of my endometriosis, I suffer from chronic fatigue. So that means that I do find myself getting tired quite easily. I get to a point midday where I crash. So having um, these fistics, which is like a natural energy drink, helps me maintain my energy levels. Also, maybe that might look like taking a nap in the middle of the day. Um, so doing things that are actually going to support you in being focused, not only from a spiritual lens, but also from how are you nourishing your body from the inside out to support you in being more focused in moving towards your goals. Something else is making sure that you are predetermining your rewards. If you, like myself, is a bit of a dopamine addict, you love the reward of accomplishing something or praise or getting things done, having predetermined rewards for completing certain tasks or hitting certain goals can be really motivating to help you move forward and gives you something to look forward to. And it's like, you know, kind of dangling that carrot on the stick that gives more reason than just oh because it will feel good when I get it done 
is, ooh, I'm going to buy myself a massage or, ooh, I'm going to buy myself this something. I mean, it doesn't even need to be buying yourself something, but obviously you can see how I like to reward myself for doing things in the day to day. So finding a way to give yourself that dopamine high for completing certain tasks or hitting those milestones, hitting those milestone goals. So something for me last year was like, I'm like, when I hit my savings investment goal for the year, I am going to buy my first luxury handbag. When I um, hit certain things in my business, then I'm going to invest in this kind of coach. So those are the kind of things that I like to set myself up for and then on a day-to-day basis I'm like oh if I do this many hours of work then I can watch Netflix afterwards or oh if I get this done I'm gonna get myself a really nice dessert some like macaroons or lemon citron tart ah yeah French desserts are my thing at the moment so predetermine your rewards not just like oh when I finish it then I will think of something nice to get myself think of what you're going to give yourself as a reward before you even begin completing the task or you even begin working towards the goal so that you continually have something to work towards finally when it comes to staying focused so you can manifest your goals one of the biggest things that is actually going to help you manifest your goals this year and stay on track for manifesting those goals is knowing what you're actually working towards. This this is why it's really important to pick a few key things that you're going to work towards. Don't write a list of like 20 goals or if that works for you, I mean, go ahead. But typically when I'm working with my clients um, over any given period of time, we'll say, okay, come up with three to four key goals, even less than that one to two key goals or even one key goal. When you have those few things that you're focusing on, obviously from there, you can have subtasks underneath that or sub goals are going to contribute to the overarching umbrella goals but it means that you always have something that's like guiding the way forward and it's helping you um, stay focused on what you're actually doing so some people are super detail oriented they like to know the step by step and have everything that they're going to do for some people like myself or a lot more um, visionary and just like having a couple of key things and then that helps to guide you when you have those key goals it doesn't matter whether you are the more of the visionary or more of an analyst it means that you just have something to go off of something to base your work off something to move towards whereas when you have no idea and you're just like hmm, I feel like I should be doing some things or I know I have some things I want to move towards why why and you know one of the biggest reasons why people don't actually set goals is because they're afraid to say this is what I want to hit and then to miss the mark and to then fail so publicly for then someone to laugh at the audacity of how their big their goal is or to even feel like who do I think I am to set these goals for myself who do I think I am to want to have a life so big who do I think I am to put myself out there who are you not to do all of those things so when you say you know, oh, you know, setting goals isn't really for me or I don't like to set goals. I encourage you to ask yourself what that reason actually is and whether the truth is that you don't like to set goals and goals don't work for you or whether the truth is that you are afraid to fall short or it's something else along those lines. I think having those key goals is really crucial to your success. And I know for a lot of the things that I manifested last year was purely on the basis that I had written down that I was going to manifest them and then knowing that that was something I was working towards. I have, um, <laughs> the way I work is that I have my goals written in a lot of places. And although I'm only focusing on a few key things at a time, that doesn't mean that there aren't more things that I want. So for example, I have my journal and in that journal is lifetime goals. That's things I want to achieve over my entire life. And yes, I managed to check off some of those last year. Some of those, I think 
uh, maybe two or three of my lifetime goals I actually managed to check off of next uh, last year, which is just so amazing. And so I have that book, which has my lifetime goals, but then I'll have my whiteboard, which is just my goal for that month. Then I'll have my journal where I'll have a few goals um, for the quarter, which is the same for my Asana boards, where I'll have goals for the quarter as well, as well as goals for the year. So it doesn't matter the way that you like to determine your goals or the way that you like to lay them out. Just make sure that you have a few key things that you're working towards and that you are keeping them top of mind. Whether that's a whiteboard, whether that's a journal, whether it is taking the Manifest Your Extraordinary Year Masterclass, which you can check out in the link in the show notes and kind of going through that process that we went through to come up with a plan and to come up with strategies for achieving all of those goals. It is really about finding systems that work for you not about obsessing over the details of how those systems are actually going to work. For me, one of the things I am committing to doing more of in 2022 is following the path of least resistance and making things as simple as possible, really setting up systems that help to support my well-being, that support my fulfillment, that support my enjoyment of life. I know each of these things in turn will impact my success and will impact how well I do in my business because I'm also focusing on my personal well-being. So to recap, those five key things that you want to look at in order to stay focused this year and to successfully manifest your goals is identifying your distractions and building healthy practices that are going to enable you to navigate those. Maybe taking some supplements if that's something that you want, maybe to give you more energy, maybe to help you stay more alert, maybe to help you stay more focused, whatever thing that you are most struggling with curating your mornings whether that is going to be a full-out routine or whether that's going to be five mindful minutes in the morning predetermining what rewards you're going to give to yourself for hitting your goals or for manifesting some big wins or hitting a specific number or getting a certain things done within the day and then finally picking key goals that you're working towards and then having sub goals that are in alignment with those key goals that you've picked for yourself not overwhelming yourself with 101 goals but staying focused on a few key things and listen when you have a few key things that you're focused on that's not to say that you don't achieve that key goal maybe a lot sooner than you thought you were going to achieve it and then you can replace that goal with something else when you have a list of about 20 things that feels far more overwhelming than a list of three things and you're taking one off and then you're replacing that one and just having a rolling list of three things at any given period in time so I hope you are feeling ready to take on 2022 feeling like the most focused badass bitch you could possibly be because I know that's certainly how I have entered this year there was just something about this year there is a different energy going into it where I am creating structures and systems for my success that aren't so anal in that I have to do you know, a step-by-step of how every single day is going to go, but I do have an idea of how my year is going to go. I do have an idea of how my quarter is going to go. I do have an idea of how my month is going to go, and I feel really confident about all the goals and the milestones that I've set for myself, and I'm looking forward to sharing some of those manifestation wins with you as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 